हेलो एवरीवन एंड वेलकम टू अवंतिका डिजाइनरिंग सीरीज और एडीएस एस वी लाइक टू कॉल इट एवरी वीक ऑन वेडनेसडे वी फीचर डिजाइन एंड टेक्नोलॉजी लीडर्स हु शेयर द प्रोफेशनल जर्नी दर थॉट्स ऑन द डोमेन ऑफ वर्क एंड डिजाइनरिंग वेयर द वर्ल्ड ऑफ डिजाइन एंड इंजीनियरिंग मीट मेक श्योर यू फॉलोअर्स ऑन सोशल मीडिया इंस्टाग्राम लिंकड इन फेसबुक एंड ट्विटर एंड विद दैट लेट्स कंटिन्यू विद योर शो A designer's role is to meet the needs and desires of the consumers by providing a simple yet innovative user experience. But design can also be used as a strategic tool to create an incremental strategy that is constantly evolving based on industry trends and insights. It can help improve the scalability of a business model with products or experiences that are easily accessible reusable adaptable and holistic so how can designers create design strategies that keep evolving along with the industry trends to know more about this theme in this episode we interact with suhas bindre director cognizant interactive at cognizant technology solutions with over two and a half decades of experience working in design and management roles he holds expertise in user experience design user centered design interaction design and much more and that's why on our journey of discovering designering we talk to him about design first approach in business hey sohas welcome to avantika designering podcast series it's an honor and pleasure to host you on our show today Thank you thank you Rohit for giving me this opportunity inviting me for this podcast So let's start with an ice breaker question the world mm-hmm. suhas today is more designable in simple words than ever before I mean looking at what happens in modern society you realize that this is designable it's it's a big thing At the same time the design industry has a lot of great success in terms of design ethics as well the question yeah. that i have for you there is we know the power of design but how can we influence the users lives as a designer actually uh, to influence users life as a designer is involve them in the design process that's the best part of it and make them realize how their inputs are captured and translated into the requirements and translated into the design which helps their life become more better design uh, users are the core okay users are core to our any other design solution as such or the problems because problems are not actually the problems those are actually the desires that everybody would wish when they use a certain existing process or products right or they see certain things is always leads from an inspiration or an idea that exists modifies further and then put it to use so i guess users it can be if you say in a i believe i come from a technology background industry end users your employees your channel partners even people around you and your family members if they are going to contribute to certain areas of inputs or areas of their challenges that they would like to 
see certain things, it will really help us design it better, uh, make it more efficient and more adoptable into the day-to-day -day life. I guess that's where we think uh, users are very, very critical for us by involving them from the design ideation till the testing and then enhance it going forward. Wow, interesting and well put, uh, Sohas. In fact, uh, with an experience of more than two and a half decades, with initially coming from, as you mentioned, an applied arts background to working in graphic designing to finally directing the interaction team at your or current organization. How about you taking us through your professional journey? How has, how has the last two and a half decades been for you? Did you plan it all as seamlessly as it looks on your LinkedIn profile? <laughs> I see uh, my journey in design actually was not a planned one. But yeah, during my schooling, I did plan that I don't want to do doctor or engineer. For sure, that was fixed. So I was inspired by my school teacher and was mentored accordingly. And then I decided that I would like to go for an art education. Uh, and then I got admission into the Bachelor of Applied Arts stream in Abhinav Kalama with Delay Pune. And that's where my journey started. And then uh, at least that was the first well-planned move that I made into my career in the design industry because that was my aspiration. But it was more of an art art type. It was not design design. It was more of a hobby type. But then I wanted to make it into a profession as such. So I was able to make it happen. But then after, during my graduation, I was exposed to uh, media, which is broadcast media as such. One of my friends owned a company, so I was working with them. So I got exposed to uh, the lights, the sound, the camera, the staging and all the stuff. A beautiful world altogether. While I was learning the principles and basics of design in terms of layouting, typography, color, texture, style, all those advertisements, uh, print, holding then, it was way back in 88, 89, right? So it was more of a print, uh, uh, what do you say, oriented designs as such. But then after I pass out, I luckily got an opportunity to work in an out outsourcing of an design work from the US. I never worked in an ad agency. I never worked in a traditional art agency, as I can say, about making advertisements, branding and all the stuff. But I worked with a, a design unit, which was doing a lot of artwork for US-based uh, customers. Uh, it was a design outsourcing company then. Uh, I worked there for about two and a half, three years. Uh, was one of the founder members of that design team as well. Uh, we started with a 10-member team, uh, went to about 300-member team over there. The team company does still exist. It's uh, moved into the graphic BPO uh, type of technology now. Uh, then I moved into a first uh, software technology parks of India, which is in Pune, Talaude, uh, where I got to work on uh, software uh, design as such. Imagine it was just, a, I can say, foundations of the IT technology. IT companies being established in India uh, and I got to work into that space as such. Uh, we were doing in that company, it was software company where I was doing icon design, startup installation graphics. Uh, then I was doing all those help files. I was doing all those graphics that were used in the systems as such. So 
to i don't know the current generation may not be aware of what i am talking about it was all about visual basics visual basic was one of the application for client server application where we need to design toolbar icons we used to design installation graphics because the software used to come in floppy disks 3.11 and uh, i guess 1.2 uh, mb hard uh, hard drives as a small uh, diskets so there were 12 to 15 uh, floppies disks were used to install an application while doing so there was a lot of information time there was taken to install the software so doing so we were using graphic design for that we used to tell about features products that are apple available in this uh, product that we are using i used to design those graphics uh, we had to optimize those graphics then we had this client server application for one of the research unit in the us so they had all those existing uh, i can say uh, in illustrations that they had on a print media we used to recreate them get them into 3d retouch them fine tune it and ensure that it's more presentable and uh, display and put it to display as such so we were working on multiple uh, section as such i worked in graphics then in paint brush imagine so because then photoshop was not so popular yeah it was there there was version 1 or 2 there uh, later on i got to access to photoshop and started working in photoshop but till then i was using paint brush to create icons specifications as per the developers then uh, to create those after about 3 4 years from that company i moved to a small design agency in pune again in pune uh, where uh, i was doing all those websites then imagine 80 98 99 types it was a website boom right everybody wanted a website everybody wanted to have a web presence as such or and have a www url on their visiting cards in india in the context whereas what we know that the entire world in the us side or european uh, industry was already little matured enough in terms of using software into the <coughs> uh, business applications as such while i was working with the agency yes i was doing a lot of work in uh, a uh, small website design application design started in that agency where we worked for one of the largest maritime shipping company as such the website design and all the stuff and then i moved a shift my major gear to where i am currently in the it technology company uh, where i am a, a head of design i started them as one of the design unit and i am with them for now 20 years this is my 21st year in the company uh, started designing applications so which were the information uh, websites or business sites started doing transactions online started doing business online uh, moved their uh, what to say desktop based applications to web based applications plus they used internet as a main source of business development and delivery as such and also expand their business across horizons likewise american companies were having restricted business online or within that restricted to their geography as such or region but now because of internet they were able to connect the dots connect their systems across the globe for their branches they exist in the rest of the world so internet was one of the core segment as such where they started putting their e-commerce portals started putting their applications Uh, starting putting their employee features, their channel partners application online, 
And initially, if you know, 93, 94, your, it was all mainframes and I can say AS400 green screen applications as such, uh, command prompt. It was converted into a web design basis as such. Imagine somebody doing a code, doing online uh, business had to have an interface to it. So people started converting those mainframe applications to uh, web enabled applications. So where I put up a lot of contribution to that in that time in that industry, when I was in the initial stages of the technology uh, company that I'm working for right now. And then my journey started and, and it's ever since in that, I have been exploring, I have been able to add a lot of facets to the design department and the design community as such. I have seen the design industry, I can say, molded in various forms. Uh, a web designer used to do HTML also earlier, he used to do visual design also, he used to do requirements gathering also, he used to do project management also. All those things were done by one person. Eventually, we super specialization brought into the mix. That's where the industry wanted and the industry was maturing it. So we brought in specialized into the user experience or interaction designers. We brought in visual designers. We brought in front-end developers. We brought in accessibility experts into the stream. Matured enough, brought in video and animation people into the mix. And now we are set to capture the world through audio interactions voice interactions, virtual uh, uh, reality, mixed reality, and then getting into the data-based, data-enabled design as well, which helps to into the analytics part of it. So it's a huge transformation. And in this entire spectrum, we changed the touch points, right? Customer touch points. It was initially desktops, moved to laptops, moved to mobile, tablets, and now the Alexas of the world. So we have seen the transformation across the various technology stack, across channels, across regions, multilingual. We used to call it internationalization as such. And then here we are to cater to the complex problems, not industry-specific problems, domain-specific problems, and then take it forward. Wow, that's so beautifully expressed. And in fact, Suhas, now moving from the entire experience to the organization that you've been working with, Cognizant, a one-of-a-kind industry-based consultative approach that assists clients in envisioning, building, and running more creative and profitable companies. In fact, the design has the potential to be an outstanding method for integrating systems that generate creativity. The question that I have for you there, Suhas, is how do you ensure that you create an incremental strategy that eliminates risk and turns the idea from concept to scalable new business? Yeah, quite a complex, I can say a tricky question though. Uh, I will share my experiences, what I do and how uh, we as designers are uh, helping out in making that possible. The challenge is being a technology company uh, or working with the Fortune 500 customers uh, typically what happens is the decisions are mostly technology oriented in the industry which I work into or I have also experienced in the past because platforms are defined, right? Because these are global platforms and it's very important for them to ensure that they have a consistency across all geographies, all brand experiences throughout, right? So all these are very, very critical. 
So in this case, what we're trying to do is understand typical process, what has changed, what I've seen, right? In this current uh, last four years, I have seen there is a change in the approach we do uh, the solutioning for our customers, right? Initially, it was like a business requirement document, customer giving the briefs and a very well-defined problem statement used to come to us. Somebody used to analyze it for us. And then based on our question answers, they used to give us, we used to design and give it back to them. Now that's not the case. Designers are the integral part of the entire brainstorming session or problem redefinition part of the entire exercise. In short words, we typically call it as a design thinking is a buzzword that has been used in the industry. Yes, design thinking workshops where we redefine the problem statement, understand is this what the customer means and then address it through the various technologies that are being used to execute it and implement it. So these sessions are definitely helpful and I guess every, everywhere across the globe are practiced by the designers in the industries uh, so that your designs or your output that you're expecting, you are clear in your, uh, I can say, uh, I can say you are, you have to really know what you're designing for, designing uh, how and where, how they're going to be using it, the context of the user also and who the user is around. So we have been working with the customers uh, to ensure that what are they trying to solve, how are they going to solve it, and how are they going, what are they going to achieve out of it. And then align our strategies accordingly and make it work. I guess design thinking workshop really help us to baseline those inputs, do a pilot, uh, I can say the MVPs as such, validate it with the key stakeholders. At times, if you have access to the users, Best part is go and talk to them, show it to them, get a buying, and then move ahead. Hey, did you know Cognizant has been named a leader in the Gartner Magic Quadrant for data and analytics service providers 2021? They've been recognized for their vision and usage of data and AI to make better, faster decisions that drive results quite some cumbersome journey that all of you go through. In fact, that's that's pretty exciting role at Cognizant. And, you know, moving from the world of Cognizant to talking about the world of design, innovation is a dynamic mechanism that necessitates predicting, experimenting, evaluating, and introducing new business models, products, and services. The question that I have for you there, Suhas, is, How can we use design as a strategic edge from business development policy to providing investment to driving success at scale? Yeah, because I have been, I think we are practicing it day in, day out. I guess what I've heard and what I've seen because I have uh, a wider uh, friend circle around the industry as well, right? Uh, It's not only about us, but it's also other companies that are practicing design into the industry as such. We always have to have an edge vis-a-vis our competition, right? We have to define. We have to have to define our competition very clearly, because as you know, once we get into the depth of a particular domain, it opens up a huge plethora of opportunities. It also, whenever opportunities, there are competitions as well. You have to really define your territory in what territory you are going to. Uh, I can say, put up your foot forward and then may take an edge uh, to leap, take a leap in front of the customers as well. 
innovation is very much important for us and ever evolving as such if you see my journey of 28 years in the it or design industry as such i have to evolve myself i have to keep my eyes and ears open to check what's happening what has been adapted what has been uh, the ask which is not explicitly mentioned by any of your customers in the responses what can be given proactively look at the industry trends look at the industry insights there are a lot of reports that are published in uh, i can say gartners and foresters of the world there are those magic quadrants then there are this uh, gartner curve that is there which gives us a lot of insights into what is that where we are what is upcoming trends and technologies keep an eye on that but i know those are very much very well researched one but when we actually execute it on the ground also we can see a trend and a pattern that comes in and it's very easy to predict if you are really looking at pictures or a view of the industry at a 50000 feet view on the ground it looks different because you are confined with a specific domain or a particular platform but if you go take yourself a little higher up for a particular industry you go higher up across the industry you go higher up across the geographies you'll get to see what are the trend or trends what are the patterns and then evolve your design teams evolve your talent evolve your outlook to look at those industries those problem that you are handling when you were on the ground and delivering it you change your perspective automatically looking at all those facets we have to really arrive at the strategies putting design in the front pitching into the customer ensure that design as a design thinking everywhere design is the core part of any formal discussion that happens with the customer be part of it get involved into it understand the problem from day one you are able to be successful wow that's that's really interesting in terms of how do you actually go out there and connect the dots in fact uh, suhas while you were you know talking about it and taking a cue from what you were just saying Mm-hmm. as designers it is our responsibility to put the user into any interaction our role in this context is to align user expectation and user experience which must be guided by insights and robust thought the question that i have for you there is how do we strike a balance between gradual ux perspectives and how long term strategic analysis to affect product strategy decisions design we are designed to ensure that somebody has identified the gap in the overall ecosystem of the various business that already exist in the industry or exist in the world right somebody has innovative idea how do i make things better so he does it okay why would he do that invest his time and money into building up an app or a product or service because he finds a gap and he finds a business opportunity to earn profits simple very 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 basic so for that users are important but also need to understand what are the business objectives of the business which is making that users focus an important activity into the entire life cycle so look at the business objectives understand the user uh, objectives and the context of the domain where you are going to apply that and then get started and for a long term you need to really say look at things which are obvious because we never thought that you will get uh, the the analytical inputs right you will have how you are behaving your friend circle your recommendation that comes in your facebook or insta or 
Twitter tweets and all the stuff. It's hyper personal because somebody somewhere is watching you, documenting about you. So if you don't understand what's happening, what how the industry evolving, like cloud is coming big time into the industry, the way we operate, the way we function is going to change. So you have to keep in mind when you have a product roadmap, ensure that start with the foundational intent. What are we trying to solve? And then help ensure that, okay, what I want to be in two years down the line, what I want to be in four years down the line, what I will be in the uh, 10 years down the line. You have to have that high level visibility part of it. So you have to define which industry you're working with and how are you going to influence the design in the design for that particular given context part of it. In fact, while you've been talking about the design process and the world of user experience design, in fact, when we think about user experience, we also think of a basic, elegant, and simple to use product feature, making things simpler for the user. The features are a delicate product component. They are only a couple of the many thoughtful solutions that the app attempts to resolve for the consumer. The question that I have for you there, Suhas, is how can the design process help fast design prototypes efficiently evaluate and understand the product's performance and make customers like more by creating themselves? I guess that's what is happening nowadays, right? Uh, If you see, Google is giving platforms for people to build their businesses online. Facebook is giving platforms for users to put their e-commerce products to sale. As as a designer, okay, uh, how do we see the problem is like keeping, how do you ensure that your design reaches to the end user uh, and then keep testing? Basically, you need to keep appraised, as a designer, you have to keep appraised the tools that are available in the industry. Okay, the COVID has really made me think differently how we used to think that going to office was mandatory. Having group discussions across the table, whiteboarding was mandatory. But then uh, Miro and uh, Mural came into existence where people are using it extensively to do a whiteboarding exercise digitally on the internet, right? We have changed the entire paradigm of design thinking, right? It's a group, it's virtual. It goes on for the similar hour, but I know in-person interaction cannot be replaced, but yeah, people are doing it for two years now, right? That's the, that's the change that has happened. So you are able to reach. There are platforms, there are avenues where you can make it happen. Always ensure that you are in touch with the user. You When you, you have prototyping, right? you have XD, you have Sketch, you have Figma, you have Azure type of tools, you have Balsamic. Basic to basic, you have... Visio, which was the most popular software for wireframing earlier, and worst come worst was a PPT, right? If not your paper sketches. Put it across. You have platforms where you can evolve and ensure that you are connected with the, uh, I can say, uh, your users. Put those clickable prototypes up for feedback. I know there are a couple of confidential information, so you can't put it, but within your community, there are a lot of uh, governance tool, I can say project management tools that are giving that ecosystem as such, right? Where you can really host your prototypes, which can be given access to a certain set of users, keep testing on time-to-time basis, explore what's happening in terms of influencing the technology part of it. If you see AngularJS, React Native, Vue.js, it's all front-end layer technologies that are happening, which influence the experience part of it. 
as a designer, you need to keep appraised what's different. How are they going to help you enhance the experience? Micro interactions, small animations, really engage people. Unless and until don't, you don't keep reading and searching about it. I don't know how many people are using uh, the uh, Google uh, patterns, right? Very much important for us to uh, take it up. How many people have really seen carbon uh, design system? It gives the entire plethora. So ensure that you have this information sources available, reusable component established, extracted and kept stored so that your time to market is faster. Components are ready. Information chunks are ready. Color palettes are ready. Your imagery is ready. Your textures are ready. If not, you can create new and apply. So it will speed up your delivery, right? Your knowledge base is there, right? What we have done in the past. So that knowledge can be reused if it's allied industry. As a designer, Ensure that what you create is reusable, what you create can be easily adaptable, what you create is easily, I can say, uh, accessible to people across, it's not really restricted to you, but also able, uh, available across the community that you have working into within an organization or within a uh, outside organization also where you have uh, that community as part of it. If it's a life science, healthcare, talk about clinical trials right now, right? It's, it's a way right now because of COVID, a lot of things are happening parallelly. People are coming together out of various industries to solve a particular problem. So they are, they are actually the boundaries are going off in terms of this is my business, this is your business. So that's my intent is to ensure that your designs are holistic in nature, but ensure that you are also meeting the milestones that are required for a quick move forward because otherwise you're losing the market share. Hey, did you know Operation C3 was launched by Cognizant, focusing on three main areas of pandemic. One, assisting for COVID care facilities. Second, supplementary supply of oxygen to address the acute deficit. And third, providing access to vaccines. That expresses their dedication to helping to solve the humanitarian issue for the country and its people. Absolutely. In fact, you know, uh, while moving towards the end of the conversation, I wanted to discuss with you, Suhas, how designers are blending with technology. In fact, we have enormous duty as a designer. We must provide a vision and learn about building a connection between people and technology. Artificial intelligence disrupts many sectors and the domain of user experience is no different. The question that I have for you there is how can user experience designers use artificial intelligence in their workflow? It's a little uh, something which I had uh, done very recently. Uh, see, the problem with technology is evolving. Artificial intelligence is nothing but capturing information of every pixel-wise uh, details, right? There are predictability. So if I say I am into a medical or healthcare, I can say banking industry, and then I pick up an image of a, a currency, it will be easily pick up the all metadata related to that image when I'm putting up that display. To tell you frankly, there are systems in such a way that are, uh, the banner ad that you see on the screens, right? Those are not created manually as static images. Those are assembled by artificial intelligence based on the hyper-personalization information or user profiling that is available with the end uh, marketers. In fact, designers' life has become much, much simpler and they have been given more time to think because AI or artificial intelligence or I can say automation is really helping doing a lot of work because if the design systems are set, you're 
actual your main challenge for designers to think and think and see how you can make it more simpler and better and better and better. But rest can be taken away by the technology. As I said, banner ads creation, you're not your job anymore. It's all about only one layout design. The rest, everything is taken care of by the uh, AI. Now it has gone to the next level where the templates are ready. Okay. The templates are ready where AI tells, okay, if you want to send this to doctors, what colored palettes are to be used, it applies it and shoots it. Somebody has to define those metadata into the ecosystem that, okay, this is what is required for a given domain and it learns on its own. So AI is helping in decision making. Secondly, defining the file format that is required. If I say SOAS is consuming a lot of videos, right, these days, I will be able to see the data, which is more video-oriented content into my mailbox or to my browsers or my uh, channels, which I'm using on a mobile. Typically, that's how you, if you see on Insta reels that you see these days. It's all about what you see, what you read, what you spend time in. So artificial intelligence is actually giving that information to the brand product owners, service product uh, designers as such. What are the user profiling doing? What are they looking for? And then define, extract information of those to help define a persona of a user. Problem is earlier, I can say 10 years back, persona was a broad one person applicable for the entire set of users, right? But now that's not the case. Every individual is different. So every persona has a different facet to it. So they have gone to the micro level of understanding the users and catering to the needs, which is possible through artificial intelligence. So your persona, even if it's a broad category, uh, you know that uh, audience manager and target, which are Adobe products, actually all your user profiles are clustered into the age group, your education background, your friend circles, their education background, their likings and all the stuff. And you have been clustered and grouped into a profile, user profile. And the user profile further can be narrowed down through artificial intelligence so that you get the right market. Because if you're going to be a, a high income group or if a low income group or you are a, uh, uh, what do you say, <clears throat> uh, a, a profession into a medical, you will get all the information only about that because you are categorized in that particular segment. Even in an employee sector, you can be in an organization sector, I can say. Uh, uh, your role-based access was something that was enabled, right? I guess uh, people at various levels, like if, if you are uh, you can understand. As an employee, you have access, you are head of department, you have access to more features and functions. But on the ground, students would have only access to their particular portal about their hostels and about curriculum and their marks and all that stuff, right? Those are at a very broad level. Students is one category. But now, because of AI, within students also, you can really go down further saying that, okay, these are product designers. Within product designers, these are a uh, physical product designer, a couple of them a software product designer, but product designer with a graphic design, with the packaging industry, all those faces are getting captured. So you say your user are getting refined further because of AI. So your designs are getting modularized accordingly. So keep in mind how technology is going to influence your designs and then Keep it back of the mind. It should not influence your design, agreed. But keep it back of the mind so that your design is, you design in such a way that you can accommodate those changes, which we can say that uh, customized, configured to your needs. Great. And so as that brings us to our last question. 
at mm-hmm. avantika university we've coined the term designering which is a unique combination of design and engineering the Fabulous. question that i have for you is do you think both of these concepts blend in your work and could help young designers achieve something exceptional i guess you nailed it that's what i am been known uh, for because design in itself cannot stand tall right if it's technology doesn't breathe life into that your designs are static simple as such imagine a developer doing a product catalog page if he doesn't understand how the product details page is going to look like he will not have the synergy of handshake of information right like designer needs to understand how the product catalog page is there how product page is there how he adds to cart customize the cart uh, i can say uh, finance it in terms of a, a payment gateway integration the developer need to understand how the ecosystem works so indirectly whenever we get into what we have started doing is when we design the prototype we bring the developers together walk them through the prototype and say but this is how it flows from one stream to another these are the user types these are the user functions and and how you are going to contribute to make it work it has really helped us to make the life easier they ask the right question they know the problem statement and it's very fun so design designing what you're talking design plus engineering is what you're talking about is the next wave with ai and data is a next immediate follow up uh, action as such so i guess design engineering what you're talking about as a uh, coined word is perfect and i am a strong believer in that and I have tried and tested it works and it really works wow thank you so much sohas for doing this conversation it was fantastic speaking with you so many examples so much of insight thank you so much for doing this thank you thank you rohit for giving this opportunity there lot more i, I don't know how much of justice i was able to make in this podcast very happy to be part of this conversation Hello and welcome to our new segment where we are going to be hosting Tricycle Brand Solutions this entire month with all of you. And Samyadeep to continue our conversation, each startup is building a solution for a customer problem. The question that I have for you there is what are the typical challenges that you see with your customers with respect to branding as an area and how do you strategically address them right rohit uh, so thank you for asking this question is a wonderful uh, question to begin this conversation today um, the main problem that we see uh, is the fact that our understanding of branding is very skewed i mean we uh, have a very limited perspective about branding and that's been our experience so that is where we are trying to actually uh, you know clean the air and trying to make a difference you know firstly what we are wanting to do is uh we are wanting to make sure that people understand what the real branding is all about um we want them to understand that branding is not restricted to a logo or just you know a kind of a uh, collateral design it's more than that there are the softer aspects of branding and it goes into understanding uh, important aspects like culture creation employer branding external communication internal communication and most importantly from experience what we have seen is that many times after doing a lot of things uh, we come across a situation that things don't add up you know and that's a big problem because you know it's not being well thought through initially uh, people start looking at it from an individual job perspective and that's where the problem is so so 
tricycle because we are a strategy oriented design integrated and communication um, you know looking outfit we first make sure that we create a broad strategy depending on what your business goals are then we go about interpreting it through design and thereafter we also take care of communication so that this entire brand projection is distinct it's relevant and most importantly it con it's consistent and in line with your business goals interesting uh, samyadeep in fact taking a cue from what you just shared with us can you share with our listeners what kind of customers do you prefer to work with in terms of their mindset background knowledge what what kind of customers do you aspire to serve right so arohit uh, you know we want to work with people who have most importantly clarity clarity of vision clarity of uh, you know thought in terms of what they want to achieve and who believe in the potential and idea of strategic brand building to begin with uh, we have come across situations where uh, you know there are companies that, you know who uh, have a very you know limited understanding in terms of branding and what it can do and uh, that's where we have a problem we don't care if you are an established company or if you for if you are a new entity if you are a family owned enterprise or if you are just an uh, enthusiastic uh, you know entrepreneur just wanting to start out but the important thing is do you believe in the potential of branding do you understand the processes that are there or if you don't understand uh, are you open enough to help us come and kind of uh, do that for you uh, so that you know, autonomy is important that belief is important because this is you know this is not something that can give you immediate returns uh, branding is a long drawn affair it requires um, commitment it requires focus and most importantly it requires the belief that this is something that is very very important for you so we look you know we are always looking out to work with people who are passionate like ours uh, who understand the potential of it who believe that this can be a real game changer and add value to their respective businesses and most importantly people who celebrate fresh perspectives uh tricycle was created for that so you know if you want to do the usual the regular the mundane then we are probably not the right guys for you but if you believe that okay there is a, another perspective there is a different way out and you care for those um you know you know uh, diversity in terms of thoughts and in terms of perspective uh, then we are more than willing to be uh, you know to take up your project and to kind of you know um, create value uh, the lastly the most important thing is that we are here to make a difference we are here to add value and this is the most important thing that we look at in our relationships thankfully this has been the journey this has been how it has uh, uh, been so far and we would like to work with many people uh, who believe in the same principles well wow, that's interesting samadeep so stay tuned folks we will continue the conversation with samadeep and his co-founder in our next episode Hey there we hope you enjoyed our show do write to us on ads@avantika.edu.in we look forward to your opinions feedbacks and suggestions of speakers you would like us to host on this show do tune in our channel next week on wednesday for a new story on hub hopper or wherever you get your podcast from
Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.